0: Well, what's happening there is is a little behind the scenes stuff. Samsung Display and Samsung Electronics are two different companies, even though they both license the name Samsung. And so Samsung Display sells Samsung Electronics for the phones, displays that Samsung Electronics has designed and tasked Samsung Display to build. Apple designs its own displays, kind of like how Foxconn builds the iPhone. Apple builds its own OLED displays, gives it to Samsung Display, and they build that for Apple. So Apple's not taking off the shelf parts that you would find in an S22 and then just putting those into an iPhone. But since Samsung Electronics gets preference, they get to go first. And so if there's only this many displays, like 120 hertz adaptive, right? If there's only this many displays they can make at first with that tech, Samsung Electronics is gonna get that before Apple can until they can make enough for all of their customers. And so that's why Apple's kind of behind on the display tech. This is Geared Up, John. We're We're not even going to do the whole intro We're never going to do the whole We are back We we can't even say You can't even say you're weekly anymore No, we can't We can't But, I mean, we're back to weekly Okay But what's more important
1: There are more important I've
0: been observing you I've been observing you, John Uh Uh-oh With The Watcher? On Instagram You know, we're friends Mm -hmm. We follow each other on these different networks It's true You are a devout Devout Fan That is true Of one Los Angeles Rams This is a football team now, that, that was a weird way for me to say it, but I'm not a sports guy, weird. so that just came out super weird.
1: I, I should say, <laughs> I, I grew up when the Rams were in L.A. before they moved. They played in Orange County. They played in Angel Stadium. And mm. I used to, that's about 15 minutes from my house. So I used to go see the Rams play with my dad at least twice a season as a kid. And that was some of my earliest football memories.
0: Okay. So when well, they
1: came back to L.A., mm-hmm. I had to get seats.
0: Today. Day. It's the day after the Super Bowl twenty twenty. Do you call it Super Bowl twenty twenty two? Do you call it like Super Bowl fifty eight? What? It's, it's 20,
1: Super Bowl 2022. two. We'll call it twenty twenty two. I'm rocking my modern throwback Stafford jersey here. Although there's no video for anybody watching this, I'm Jazz, well, and I is, will say <laughs> I was getting texts from our guests as we yes. regularly do talk football throughout the season.
0: Our guest, I totally forgot about our guest.
1: Sometimes we lament our teams. Sometimes we celebrate them. Sometimes we can celebrate the success of former teammates. Mm.
0: Let's talk about our guest here because we, we forgot to intro. I was, I was too busy hyping up your team. Can I, Come on, man. Me, can I do the intro this time? Oh, please do. <laughs> so, our guest this week is a face is you a will Cleveland recognize. He's a Cleveland Browns fan.
1: Cleveland Browns fan. Don't hold that against him. A face you will recognize, <laughs> a voice you will know, a generally good and kind human being who makes some of the best Mac related content on the he internet. He really does. He really and does. And if his sets seem familiar, don't hold it against <laughs> him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Dan Barbera from Mac Rumors.
2: How are you, sir? I'm doing well. John, okay, let's just say we are also huge fans of your channel, and it might have subliminally crossed my mind where I was like, you know, I'm going to do a brick wall thing because I've seen that and I, want, I like the look and I want to change <laughs> it up. And then it just so happens that everything else just happened to look exactly the same. It's fine. It's fine. What is it? Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Mm. So that works. We're going to have to cut this podcast short because I'm going to have to figure out a new set for the rest of (laughs) our channel now. (laughs) But also, congratulations, dude. I know I'll personally probably never experience this. But I'm so glad that you you were able to experience a Super Bowl win. I know we have some former teammates that are Austin Corbett. Austin Corbett, yeah. the center. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's the only one I can think of that's that's a Ram now, right?
1: Yeah. No one else with different color hair. It plays a wide receiver.
2: No. Good for him. I'm happy that he won. I'm happy you guys won. As a diehard Browns fan, I'm irrationally against all division rivals, so I did not want... Fair. Even though they're from Ohio, absolutely not. Did not want Cincinnati to win. Oh can we just
1: say, like, if the Bengals can go from last in the division to first, there's hope for every team.
0: Except the Browns.
1: As long as Baker Mayfield's a quarterback, there's probably less hope. <sighs> I did just rip off the bandage, sorry. I do not mean to do open, open wounds here. It hurts so much. <laughs> How about this? You're the GM. Are you keeping Mayfield? Unless I can get Aaron
2: Rodgers, Russell Wilson, I mean, there's a guy in Houston. I know, not say it. There's a guy yeah. in Houston I wouldn't touch personally because, you know, he's got some issues. But, like, let's just say that was not a thing. Yeah, I mean, I would trade for him in a heartbeat just from a football talent. But, like, if it's not those three guys, and I'm also a Kirk Cousins fan, and I think he could do pretty well. If it's not for any of those guys, yeah, I'm going to continue with Baker and just hope that it was his injury. And, and that's the reason why everything kind of fell apart
0: fair i have no idea what anyone is talking about but
2: right now. i also want to say that john you should know that technically cleveland won too because the rams Cle- were the cleveland yep. rams cleveland rams, rams. absolutely yeah so you know <laughs> did you just go
1: back in town, right i that, that's where they found they actually came from cleveland originally i've got a cleveland yep. rams jersey yeah
2: yep they were originally the rams and i think they went to st louis first or la first
1: la first then st la first LA.
2: then st louis then back okay yeah so the,
1: the Cardinals were in St. Louis. That's where they got their start. Okay. All right, Andrew. If it's not XFL, whatever weird football you follow, <laughs> there's, there's probably and this. There's not weird like one pointers and strange kickoffs, and you've got no idea what we're talking about.
2: <laughs> Andrew, give us Russell Wilson,
0: please. Go, go, make it happen. Um, please do. I, I don't know.
1: I'd be happy to have him out of the division. I hope you trade for him. I hope somebody trades for him.
0: <laughs> Why? What does that mean? I mean he's does in, it make that, it in the. We,
1: we probably lost half our audience here, but in the Rams' division, it's really good. <laughs> be happy to have him out of their
2: division. Wait, before you move on, John, am I wrong where I have a irrational and like, I know they're not in the same state. But that was the reason why people were going for Cincinnati when you're from Cleveland. But let's just say Arizona, or Seattle, or who's the other one in your division that I keep forgetting? Niners. San Francisco. Yeah, so San Francisco's in the same state. Would you have pulled for San Francisco if they were in the Super Bowl? No, no, I'd actively root against them. I would have pulled for they were
1: All right, cool. Good, 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 good,
2: good. All right, just wanted to make sure.
1: And your take on Baker, that was accurate. Unless there's a better alternative, like you kind of just rolled what you have.
2: Yeah, I don't think anybody in the draft is going to be good. So,
0: John, give me an anecdote here. Why were you not? I, I would assume if anyone that I knew, if anyone that I knew was going to be at this game. Yes. <laughs> it would be you. So,
1: and it's what a bucket happened? list of mine to be at a Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl was in, in Los Angeles. Right.
0: So, what happens here?
1: So, I have season seats. But season ticket holders for the team don't get, generally speaking, don't get Super Bowl tickets because it's a separate, it's considered like a separate thing. So the NFL has seats and they give them out to the home team. And the home team does the thing. So I won a raffle actually through the Rams for season ticket holders to buy seats. They were not my seats for the season, but they were predetermined seats. And they were in the upper bowl directly behind the end zone. And they were prohibited to be resold. And then they were mm-hmm. $2,000 a ticket on top of that. And then any tickets on the secondary market where it'd be a really good seat to watch the game were like $15,000, $20,000. My seats that I sit in for the regular season for the Super Bowl were going for $30,000 a ticket. So I made the right parental choice and I kept my kids in private school mm. for a year and did not come <laughs> and watch the game from home. You could
0: have sold the Lucid.
1: I mean, I could to have. To fund this, my wife would have looked at me <laughs> sideways. So I watched it from home and just paced like a madman. That's not my proudest moment.
2: Do we have video? Does your, did your wife take video
1: of you? It was prohibited.
2: Did no, you cry? She didn't. Oh, okay. she did didn't. you courtulate. cry? Made I, was her sign close- an
1: NDA? I was coming close to crying. I was coming close to crying. Like Sean Watson? No.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh. I got teary-eyed when we won the playoff game. Like, that was... Yeah. That's probably never going to happen again. I mean, maybe it will, but... That was pretty close for us because like, yeah. it just doesn't happen. I think that's so, fair. I
1: mean, I got emotional I for it. the players, right? Stafford, 12 years in Detroit, never won a playoff game. Comes to LA's first year, wins f- four playoff games. Obviously, one of those being the Super Bowl. Odell Beckham Jr. was the problem in Cleveland. He was a locker room cancer. Comes, and if he didn't horribly tear his ACL, was on pace to probably be the MVP.
2: Mm. I just need to say something. The broadcast and how they portrayed... Odell's departure could not be further from the truth. <laughs> Listen, I might be one of the only people in Cleveland besides like the players themselves on the team that does not care whether he wins or loses. Like I I, I wasn't rooting against him. I just did not bother me at all that he got it. I wanted the Rams to win, but he was not innocent in that whole thing whatsoever.
1: No. Definitely not.
2: But they were like, oh, he got himself out of the... He was on the streets. So it's like, no, no, he was not on the streets. (laughs) Al Michaels, I liked you, but stop it. He was not on the streets. He orchestrated that. It happened. Good for him for getting out and being smart. But it wasn't like he kind of earned that part. He did play well for you guys. I'm glad.
1: He did. I I was not a fan of Collinsworth and Michaels. I didn't think think their broadcast was all that great last night.
2: Yeah, and they're my favorite. Like, one, Sunday Night Football is great, but...
0: Yeah. On to some tech. Right. Related right. we tech. Talk, we should probably talk tech. Related tech. Yeah. John, can you tell us a little bit about, because I know you've been there several times, the stadium. Yes. Because on TV, I was like, just looking, I was like, this has to be the most teched out stadium it is out there the right It is the most
1: incredible stadium I've ever seen in my life. I actually had the opportunity. I worked with Cisco. It was unfortunate during a Chargers game. But I got to go to the control room and I got to see mm-hmm. the wiring, see the hard wiring, see the monitoring that happens to make this game happen. Go is unbelievable. They've got the largest 4K monitors in the world. They call it the Oculus. It's like dual sides. So anywhere you sit, you can see it. Um, the stadium. Even if you're not a fan of the sport, it's worth going just for a landmark. Yeah, a landmark thing. It's it's absolutely mm-hmm. unbelievable. And I do the Rams play the Browns next year. I feel like it might be they might be on the schedule. I was just going to ask Dan you.
2: I need to come out because I want to go to that stadium. So
1: are they playing next year? I think they might be.
2: I need to check. I'll yeah. check it out and I'll, I'll let you know. But
1: if they are, Dan, you'll be my guest for that game. Okay. What's yeah. the
0: coolest thing about this stadium as an attendee? The Oculus. Like, what are some cool things?
1: So the stadium is built down, so you walk in, it's open air but it has kind of a translucent roof on it. You walk in on the sixth level and they built down because it's near the airport, so they couldn't, you know, have it go up that high. Mm. You have to just you have to see this Oculus. Cowboy Stadium has you know a big video board. This thing is circular. Right. It is a curved dual-sided display. They're blanketed with ultra-wideband from pretty much every carrier. So not only can you actually send and receive messages, you can stream video. They've got immersive experiences going on there. And it's like, it's not just you can do a video like a little bit. I mean, you can, you're getting like five 600 down on cellular and you have a Wi-Fi network there that works. That's nice. It's unbelievable. And just the way the stadium's designed, the look, the aesthetic, it's all new. Is unbelievable. Drew, if you want to come down for a game next season, I'd love to have you.
0: I'm down. I'm down for it. How's the food in that stadium? <laughs> I, always, I always wonder I mean, about stadiums' food. That's a some very stadiums valid have question because
1: I want to know, too. So I should say I've been pretty COVID careful at these stadiums. Mm. Most people there, I don't want to get in like a political debate. They're not wearing masks, despite what the stadium rules are. I generally kept my mask pretty tightly on my face. And this is the first year fans were allowed in the stadium. So I mm. have not fully experienced mm, the scene. But it. I will say I do walk by sushi. I do walk by gourmet pizzas, kale bowls. I mean, everything's very typical. You <laughs> like, think about like California. Mm-hmm. There's definitely, there's definitely rocking
0: Nothing says football stadium. like kale bowls. Yeah. And sushi. <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, sushi. I will say the right. craziest thing about the stadium too, they have suites that are field level. So like the seats start up oh, high higher above the suite. So you can get a box on the field, which is wow, crazy. And you then when they give the view.
0: Like a straight nobody's in front of you. Nobody's in front of you.
1: And then the view, except for the players, maybe, you know, walking by on the Mm -hmm. sidelines. And then when they do the press conferences afterwards, it's like a glass box. You can actually, if you have that suite there, you can actually watch all the stuff happening.
0: It's very cool. That's cool. That's cool. One thing about the Super Bowl, commercials. This year, it seemed like it was like all about EVs and crypto. Like almost every commercial. And Multiverse of Madness. That's true. Multiverse of Madness, the legit trailer. How about that Nope trailer, though? Dan, did you watch that?
2: I was in the process of watching it, and then you guys called for this. But I saw the trailer from last night, and Andrew, I'm a pretty big horror fan, all that. Jordan Peele's made some incredible movies, so I'm 100 percent interested in this. I believe it's a extraterrestrial type deal, right? Isn't it that looks what like I read? It,
0: but, they but they didn't actually say sure. it. They didn't say it. They didn't it, say
2: it. But I, I'm pretty sure I read something that mm. gave that thing away of what it kind of is. So. Yeah, sign me up, man. I'm, I'm 100% interested. I need to finish the trailer after this. But yeah, there's so many EVs that are coming out apparently. Right. But a lot of my thought process during all that is like, okay, but when am I really going to be able to drive those? Like when question. am I going to be able to go to the dealership and actually pick one up? Yeah,
0: Years. Yeah. Polestar.
1: They came out swinging, huh?
0: Right, right. When are they dropping that car?
1: That car's been out for about a year, man. That's a Polestar, yeah, two. Say, the Polestar been, 2.
0: The Polestar 2? The Polestar 2? Well, yeah. that's already
1: out. That's been out for a while.
0: I've oh, yeah. never seen one. I've never seen one. Can you just walk in and buy one right now? Yeah. Or is it like you place an order and you wait?
1: So they're owned by, the parent company is Volvo, which is owned by Geely. So they kind of have a dealer model, but they've done it very Tesla-like. Like there's no markup. You can figure online. You don't have to like pick a dealership and then negotiate with that dealership to get it. So it's a nice combination of the old and the new kind of models.
0: And what do you think of those vehicles, John? I'm sure, I'm sure you have They're awesome. They're them. They're really good.
1: Like I mean, they're using the new Android automotive system built in. The range is okay. I think it's like two two thirty or so. The performance is really solid. It's a smaller car, Model Three ish. Oh, okay. Size, but it looks bigger. It looks yeah, the shape bigger. made
0: it look almost yeah. like a station wagon kind of or something. It's
1: kind yeah. of hatchback. Well built, well designed. I mean, Volvo's got their act together, and this is their you know their EV brand. It's a great car and deserves people to look at it. Now their ad campaign is another story. It seemed unnecessary to take the ire of Tesla fans. But I mean, listen, they're in the conversation, right? We're talking about them.
0: That's it. Yeah. And everybody else just seemed like, hey, we're making EVs at some point. At some point, it was like by 2025, 2026, we'll have some.
1: At some point, at some point, there'll be a Silverado. At some point, the, you know, the lyric. At some point. So what's,
0: what's the deal with that, though? Like, why all of this at the Super Bowl years in advance?
1: They're happily taking $100 reservations for it.
0: Hmm. Fair Would enough. Would be my guess. Right, right.
1: Happily taking them right now for it. They announced the car right after CES, supposed to be a CES announcement, but then because of COVID stuff, it kind of peaked up right around then. It looks great, man. The infotainment system looks awesome. I mean, they're using GM's Ultimum batteries, which is what Cadillacs is using. Their, their tech is solid. They just got to actually ship more than 27 like vehicles per quarter, and I think they'll be all in.
0: Right. <laughs> Do you still have any EVs pre-ordered?
1: I do. I haven't canceled a lot yet. I still have the R1T and the R1S. Okay. I did cancel my plaid Model X because obviously I don't need that. But my wife has a okay. long-range Model X that she's getting, which is moved from December to January to February to March, and now oh. it's moved to now it's moved to April. So whenever Tesla delivers that, it will be we'll be also just
0: continues moving.
1: It just continues moving.
0: Cybertruck, did you did you get rid of that one?
1: I haven't done it yet, but I, I, I can't drive that. <laughs> Why not? Like I'll tell, I'll tell you why. For the same reason that I enjoyed the Super Bowl show. Too old. They're the halftime show. Too I saw a tweet. Old. I saw a tweet. It was like, if you enjoyed the halftime show, it's probably time to check for a colonoscopy.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> or if like all the Gen Z was wondering why their parents were jumping up and down during the Super Bowl.
0: Dude, I saw a tweet that was like, we finally have something better than the Rolling Stones, the Who, etc. Yeah. Something for young people. And then they, all of a sudden, the young people realize, oh, wait a minute. Mm. Yeah, so we're not young anymore.
2: Nope, it was
1: dope though. It was so good. I love that halftime show. It was show. fantastic. <laughs> it was so good. I thought it was.
0: I thought it was gonna be an Eminem. I thought it was gonna be like a mostly Eminem performance, but it turned into like a Do- Dr. Dre which was totally fine by me. It was still great, but yeah, Eminem apparently kneeled and he wasn't supposed to. He had an agreement.
1: I mean, the NFL said they knew about it and they asked him not to, but they weren't going to stop
0: him. Mm, okay. Why? How, how could you? The... How could you stop him? Yeah,
1: I mean,
2: M&M. but what was the point? of the reason not to like who cares it wasn't even they, like that's not like the kneeling. anthem was playing well it's not like the <laughs> an, like most when people associate no but seriously yeah, when people associate disre- disrespectful quote-unquote kneeling it's when the anthem's playing so like honestly if they just let him kneel and no one said anything i would not have noticed that to be like any that's kind true. of i thought he was supposed to kneel because it, like the next it's transition was happening
1: act. yeah i thought yeah. the same i thought the same thing i did not put two and two together when i saw that in all fairness either and even if he was,
2: you know, yeah, I don't want to lose any more of your audience because, you know, everybody's different. No, in, we have chapters here. We have
0: chapters here. It's OK.
2: OK, well, I mean, I, even then, I still don't want to alienate myself even more. But like, <laughs> I, who, who, who cares? He's it's using his platform to be passionate about something. We all do it. Like, just let him do it. I don't know. Just my thoughts. Can I say
1: the last thing about the Super Bowl and I will move on? But how about Matthew Stafford changing the narrative on his career in one <laughs> season? Just like completely changing it. I mean, now he should be definitely
2: in the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, he has the numbers for it. He won a Super Bowl. What else does he need?
1: First ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, in his first year, not only did he win more Super Bowls than the Cowboys the past 20 years, he <laughs> no. now has as many Super Bowl rings as Aaron Rodgers, who played his whole career in Green
2: Bay. Yeah. Yep. One more and he'll get, I mean, Eli, which Eli should be in there too, but there's so many people that just don't see that for some reason. Yeah. And I'm like, why? The guy beat the Patriots twice, a dynasty. And yeah. yeah, he had an up and down regular season, but I mean, he was the reason why they were good when they were good. So, and their defense was pretty good
1: too, but their defense was solid. But anyway, I just thought yeah. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to throw that one out there because the, I got sick of hearing that. Go Matt Stafford, go Detroit Stafford Rams. <laughs> I get so much respect for Lion fans, man. At the Red Wings game, they put like go Rams up on the Jumbotron. Yep. I thought that was pretty cool. I was, uh, I have a lot of respect for, for folks from Detroit after this season.
0: All right. Hardware. Let's talk hardware. Let's Dan. talk tech.
1: We got a lot Let's of stuff to talk, talk about.
0: How about these? The Samsung Galaxy S22, S22 Plus and S22 Ultra mm-hmm. lineup has been announced. Don, I believe you you have these devices in hand, right? I
1: do have these devices and I learned more about the Ultra from watching Dan's TikTok videos, which I thought did a really nice job actually explaining the highlights
0: which is interesting, Dan? Do you have this? Do you have this phone, Dan? <laughs> well, wait you to, even way, have this way, phone?
1: To, way to call me out! There was a compliment,
2: was just, and then it immediately goes takes a back turn, like because just like I thought
1: it was a really good video. Like it's hard to I, summarize the features. I, I
2: appreciate I appreciate the I comment. The I tried comment on that video. I know, and I really appreciate the comment. And then Andrew I just the you know
0: did you left the comment on your Instagram one?
1: I didn't realize you had that. You must not have a lot of followers. As well, is, is the subtext of what Andrew? was implying yeah. like come on re- no. he's our guest you no, gotta no. treat him with respect no you that wasn't the subtext the man, subtext we...
0: is it's funny that the guy that doesn't have the phone taught the guy that has the phone something about Whoa. the phone <laughs> that i didn't was... say
1: I, I didn't say taught me i just appreciated how we shared the information mm,
0: okay i thought you said you learned you learned no
1: i just i just appreciated how we shared it because i know how hard it okay. is to summarize all of those things in a short video and make it entertaining and oh, i wish yeah, that dan, dan is excellent dan
0: is excellent at this yes
2: Horse. Thank you. I will just take the compliment and just disregard Andrew's backhanded compliments. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I don't have them, but just kind of looking at what was said about them and and reading the information, I think I have a pretty good understanding of what they're going to be. Also, I've mm-hmm. used pretty much every S and note device since I started doing this like six years ago. So Which
1: can, is probably surprising to people, right? That's probably surprising to folks to learn that you use samsung yeah devices.
2: i think for those who are probably listening and like you know i've been on your show before and if they just only recognize me from being on mac rumors and doing apple stuff like i started you know i started my own channel doing one plus like the original one plus one that was my first mm. video i believe and then the LG g 2 like so i i started because i just loved switching phones and using a bunch of android devices and you only get one iphone a year so that was kind of my thing and I wanted to test out as many phones as possible. So yeah, like I love Android. I respect it for what it is. And there are many times where I want to switch, but I don't want to be that person who's using the green bubbles and getting shamed for our group chats being terrible. (laughs) But when that eventually, well, it'll never happen. But if it ever does, then I'll probably be switching to some other phones. But I'm excited. We have ours, you know, we pre-ordered a couple, the regular 22 and the Ultra, which is basically a Note, am I correct?
0: It, crack, it is. Yeah. It is for all intents yeah. and purposes a note. Actually, John, let me ask you a question. This is a, yep. a quick aside. I did a video on the Ultra, right? And I put in the thumbnail.
1: I wish you could see. Samsung, Samsung tricked you. you. Samsung <laughs> very tricked sa- you. Very sassy, Andrew.
0: Okay. <laughs> because it's like they're calling it a S twenty two Ultra, but when you look at the S twenty one Ultra versus like something like the Note twenty Ultra, it's more of a Note Ultra, right? So I just put Samsung tricked you. Everybody's calling me out in the comments. Why did you put, what is this thumbnail all about? This thumbnail's clickbait. So I wanted to ask John. John, the master of thumbnails that lead you one way.
1: Here comes the backhanded. Take you. No, no, no. no, Okay.
0: Do you get these kinds of comments? And if so, how do you handle them? I'm like, half the comments are talking about my thumbnail.
1: I mean, first of all, thanks for the engagement. But the biggest thing about a thumbnail and the biggest thing the YouTube algorithm uses, the first thing they use is CTR. Like, Mm -hmm. if people are clicking on it and then it's how long are they watching it? So, I mean, if your job is to get views, then your video got the views. Mm. I always think that the thumbnail at least needs to be honest and that your opinion of they tricked you with the name is your opinion. I think there's always going to be a faction of people that are going to call out thumbnails anyway, and that's just sort of how it is. But I think if you could walk the line of like, you don't want to be dishonest and you don't want to say something that's not in the video. But also, you have to get people to click on the videos. you got to separate yourself from the other 400 right. videos that were talking about the S22 Ultra, which is a, hard, a very hard line to walk.
0: My whole goal with that, by the way, was it was like they tricked you in a good way. Like they said they were giving you a Galaxy S and yeah, they gave you, you a note.
1: I mean, by all fairness, you knew what you were they doing when you, you a did note. it, right? Like, I mean, you knew you were getting spicy when you did it. Spicy.
0: Right. But I figured you'd click on it and be like, oh, okay, this is great. Not that's click on so it and be so many, like, so many, oh, people, they didn't trick me.
1: But that's so assuming people watch the video. Like, if I don't show sure, you something in the thumbnail, I don't talk about it in the first six seconds. They're like, that's not what the video is about. I was like, it was literally <laughs> forty minutes in the video. It's 48 seconds in the video, but okay, sure. That's not what it's about.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, if you really want to get spicy, I mean, they didn't trick you, but they pretty much just took, what, the leftover S21 or the Note 20 units and just upgraded some internals. and Switched then that's up the it, internals. Right? There you go. I mean, that's pretty much what it looks like to me. But well, that's not I'm a bad ex- thing. No, I mean, everybody liked that phone. I love that phone. I, I'm excited to test out the camera. I'm not sure what the major differences are between them in terms of actual image quality and the processing and all that. Obviously, we'll be doing comparisons
0: to the Pro Max. Have you guys been able to do that yet and take a look? I've done some. Yeah. The camera is, I mean, it, this is obvious. I, like, it's the best one they've ever done. But to me, it's more, I've sure. never liked the Samsung camera that much. And now I really like it. At least on the Ultra. I haven't done much camera testing on uh, the S22 standard.
1: Video is really impressive too on it. And I think, I think they've the always done
0: that, pretty well with that.
1: It wasn't really until the 888 where I thought that they really kind of closed that gap with what Apple is doing. Video's really good on this phone. I think where the problem is, where the narrative of Android being bad with video comes in, is third party apps, now it gets compressed, right? With Snapchat mm-hmm. and TikTok. That's where that narrative comes from. But like video straight from the camera is baller good, like really
0: good. Very good
1: really really good and the screen is crazy bright you look at the screen like oh this is what the iphone 15 screen is going to be like cool that's going to be super bright
2: apple really needs to just blatantly figure out what they're doing with their screen. i mean for the most part their supplies come from samsung so how is there such a massive disconnect because you're right whenever i pick up Any of Samsung's latest flagships, I'm always blown away at how bright, vibrant and just crisp their displays are. And there's nothing wrong with Apple's. But like when you put them side by side, there is a hefty difference, in my opinion.
0: Well, what's happening there is is a little behind the scenes stuff. Samsung Display and Samsung Electronics are two different companies, even though they both license the name Samsung. And so Samsung Display sells Samsung Electronics, for the phones, displays that Samsung Electronics has designed and tasked Samsung Display to build. Apple designs its own displays, kind of like how Foxconn builds the iPhone. Apple builds its own OLED displays, gives it to Samsung Display, and they build that for Apple. So Apple's not taking off-the-shelf parts that you would find in an S22, and then just putting those into an iPhone. But since Samsung Electronics gets preference, they get to go first. And so if there's only this many displays, like 120 hertz adaptive, right? If there's only this many displays they can make at first with that tech, Samsung Electronics is going to get that before Apple can until they can make enough for all of their customers. And so that's yeah. why Apple's kind of behind on the display tech. But it's
1: also uniformity. Uh, Samsung's not the only one that's assembling the displays. LG is doing it too on a smaller scale, from what yes. I understand as well. So it has to be
0: yes. uniform
1: across. But to your point, Samsung displays have always I mean, I think it's a fair statement that Samsung makes the best displays in the industry. Yep. Like, you can be the most ardent Apple fan and say, okay, that display is really good. And it is interesting, but Apple's color science is different. Like, if you put the two side by side, the reds look different, the blues look different, the greens look different, and just a personal taste. But, I mean, Samsung displays are just absolutely unbelievable and generally are about two generations ahead from where Apple's displays end up being.
2: So, their displays are so good that sometimes it makes their camera feel like it's really good, too. You ever take a picture on a Galaxy device and be like, that looks amazing. And then you pull it off and you look at it on your computer and you're like, that doesn't look nearly as good as what I thought it was going to look like. Yes. So hopefully they can kind of figure out that gap between their displays being so far ahead and making things look really good. And then their actual image quality from the camera being that good. I did see, John, I think it was yours, right? You posted the various zoom levels. Yeah. Is it just my eyes or was it Twitter compression or what? Every time you kept going up to the next level of zoom, it looked as if the color science was shifting warmer. Or was that just the photo or
1: No, I think I think actually it was. So those were all optical zoom. There was no digital zoom happening there. So each lens sort of interprets color differently and then processes it. And I noticed that too, actually, that it got warmer. I tried to post those pictures without comment. but like just be like, here, mm-hmm. what does the internet think? But I definitely noticed the warmness. But the crazy thing was like there's a black civic in the ten times zoom. That you could not see in like the ultra wide and the regular wide, and then you could read the freaking license plate on the car, which is unbelievable. And again, three times zoom is the most Apple has bestowed upon us. When you see ten times zoom done that well and optically is unbelievable, and just a, a really cool, a really cool execution.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping that makes its way soon. I mean, it should, but they really need to get in on that because. 3X optical zoom is very outdated, like you just said. It's just, it's not going to (laughs) work.
0: What's funny is that 3X just came because last year it was Mm -hmm. 2.5. So 3X is like not even old for Apple. It's like new for Apple. I expect that to go up. I don't think it's going to go up that much. But if this is the year that they do 8K, then they'll have the, what, 48 megapixel at least? Yep. So you should be able to have at least 10, I would assume. Do you need more than 10? How about that? Do you need more than 10? Maybe
1: 5. But megapixel and Zoom are different discussions, unless you're going to do digital Zoom.
0: I'm assuming here, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you need a higher megapixel count to keep things as you're cropping in with the Zoom? Or you're saying optical. It's optical, so it's not a digital crop.
1: But if if it's optical, it shouldn't matter. For digital crop, you should.
0: Right. Okay. Speaking of Apple, they have an event rumored rumored, to be coming up in about three weeks or so.
1: So Do we know anybody we can talk to about... Apple rumors, I guess specifically about Mac rumors. <laughs>
0: right. Dan, yeah, I think what's I going on out. with this event? We talked about this a few, a couple days ago. So I was actually on the Mac rumors podcast. And as we started talking about oh, this got, upcoming oh, event. Oh, you got the
1: invitation to be on the Mac rumors. I got was, the invitation. How, how the invitation. was that?
0: It's just very fun. Very interesting. Is it a magical um, The first place? thing I asked him, he said, last week we had John on. And I was like, wait a minute. How did John get the invite? And it's trying so to be John salty. Prosser. It was John Prosser.
1: Yeah, like, no, okay. no, the good John. Yeah, you know, I have, I have it. My my invite, I think, got lost in the mail. John, you are our next. You are no, no, our we'll next see. guest. We'll see. I might be busy. Oh.
2: <laughs> Everybody knows that once you get past three people, the conversation gets muddy, and there's too many people. There's too many cooks in the kitchen, mm. and we also know that Andrew would fly out to Cleveland and cut me if I didn't ask him first. But in reality, it actually just ended up being I looked at my phone and I was like, oh, Andrew just texted me and we need somebody. I should probably just ask. him." <laughs> no,
0: That's it. I'm not I'm not salty. So, listen, mm-hmm. as we were talking about this upcoming event, the podcast started feeling like we we were just talking about something that bored us. Like we were yeah. not excited about this upcoming yeah. event.
2: Yeah. What do we um,
0: expect? And I think it's because this event is not meant for the people who buy things like an iPad Pro or the iPhone Pro, or even the MacBook Pro. This is more for people who are just looking for entry-level Apple devices, right?
2: So I think on the podcast I asked you, did you ever remember a like really boring Apple event? And like recently, and we were trying to stick to virtual, but I think I just remembered one that was pretty boring. Remember a few years ago when they did just the standard iPad and it was like the classroom? Yep. It was terrible, terrible for us, yeah. for people like us. But for the general, especially people in the classrooms, teachers, students, like it was probably great for them. That feels yeah. a lot like this. This is going to be, if the rumors are true, probably underwhelming for most of you because we're not expected to get anything crazy. Like the main two things that we're pretty confident about the iPhone SE 3 and the next generation iPad Air, they're going to be iterations, just slight changes, mostly internal hardware bumps, and there's not going to be anything. From a wow standpoint. Now so, there could be.
1: Go ahead. So you don't think we're going to see MacBook Air or,
2: or well So that's where I was going to get that. Now there's supposed to be a Mac. And we actually just found out today that they just filed for some new Macs that are coming. Three of them. Three of them. And so that changes things. Now, you know, they can file it now. And that doesn't mean they have to be now. But that is interesting timing. Because we were only kind of expecting one, maybe two but most likely the Mac mini that would feature the M1 Pro and the M1 Max chips. Replace that high-end Intel Mac mini that we currently have and bring everything, you know, in the Mac mini lineup down to the Apple Silicon level because we already have the M1, but we don't have creative professional dream Mac mini where you can basically get the same performance of the new M1 Pro and Max MacBook Pros that we have, which are incredible. And now you can get that in the bring your own display display, Mac Mini form factor, which I think a lot of people that work in this industry or other creative industries that need that processing power and that graphic power, they're going to drool over that. They're going
1: to love that. Now, the MacBook Air. Can I ask you a question about the Mac Mini just real fast before you move on? Sure, sure, sure. Should we expect additional power from the M1 Pro and Max? Because obviously, these are always plugged in, right? There's no there's no relying on battery power at I don't all. Think no, so. no underclock needs to be due. Should, should we expect the same performance?
2: Yeah, it's possible that they go the route of the iMac with that type of power adapter and maybe moving in the ethernet because the rumor about this redesign for the Mac mini is that it's going to feature that same magnetic style plug and everything. So I haven't heard anything about there being any crazy changes to the additional power or anything. No, I mean performance. You're about performance, the power of the power, chip. The power of the chip. Oh, oh God. I thought you were talking about like powering it, like pros, like actually feeding oh. power to it. Oh, no, no. I mean like I the actual power since
1: it's always plugged in. It doesn't have to rely on or underclocking Oh, no, you,
2: you should be totally fine. And even if there was, for some reason, it wasn't like, have you guys noticed any crazy differences between your MacBook being unplugged and your MacBook being plugged in? No, that's fair. Yeah, they're totally, I mean, in my mind, I have not I've ever, ever noticed a problem. So no, we should be totally fine there. And yeah, I mean, there were rumors about a redesign. I'm not sure now, you know, if some of those crazy color options that people were talking about were a thing. But it should kind of revert back to the older saying no,
0: what's that I'm saying no, we will not see
2: Yeah, you said we no, see that a little tease. Our podcast should be out probably pretty soon. i would I, I think either tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this, it's most likely out already. but yeah, Andrew was very skeptical of that rumor, and it makes a lot of sense because traditionally pro devices do not get fun colors, so the whole copying the imac two tone look. You might get two tones, but it's probably going to be two different shades of monochrome tones. So, I mean... Two grays. Yeah, two <laughs> gray and darker gray. That's what it's going to be. But who knows? Maybe they'll surprise us. But it just doesn't make any sense from a cohesion standpoint. Like, I just don't see that being the case anymore. Well, yeah, so there's that. And then I guess if there's, there's two other Macs, the rumor is still for the iMac Pro that it's still not maybe June at WWDC. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's going to happen at this event. And then the next MacBook Air. Without redesign, kind of following the which look would be of the M2 device, though, which would be an M2. So th- I, I just don't see that happening either. Seems weird. So it's very possible that Apple filed for three of them, and two of them are just going to be pushed until June. But at that point, I'm expecting a Mac. I'm expecting a Mac Mini. I don't think there's going to be anything else. But I very well could be wrong on that. I hope you're wrong. I hope so too. Because this you're wrong. this event's going to be boring if not.
1: <laughs> but aren't you excited by how many apps have been installed and sales numbers?
0: <laughs> no. listen to me it doesn't make sense to see an m2 device when they haven't released all of the m1 we're assuming the imac pro and the mac pro will be m1 based m1 pro m1 max based devices we should only see an m2 device if the imac pro and mac pro things that are coming later would be m2 as well right like we're not going to see an m2 and then later on see more m1 stuff that just seems strange right?
2: Yeah, I mean, Apple could do whatever they want. We, we all know that. But I mean, it doesn't make any sense to do it that way. And I don't think they would do it that way. It very well could be that there isn't a whole lot to talk about with the SC and the iPad Air. And then they do a refresh for the Mac Mini and then introduce the M2 and go from there. And then say that here's what we're expecting to come. And then they can elaborate on those Macs more at WWDC and more about the M2 at WWDC. That's not what's been rumored. This is just my own opinion on what they could do. If they want to make this event more interesting, but I don't know if they're in the business of trying to make this more interesting than they need to. I think they have a schedule on what they want to release and they're just going to release them and make them sound like they're the next best things. John, what do you want to see next
0: from Macs in particular?
1: I'm really excited for the MacBook Air. That was my first introduction to the new M series of chips and apples on silicon. I was blown Mm. away by how good that computer was. If it had a SD card reader, I would have kept it. It did everything that I needed. So I'm excited to see the next gen of that, especially a redesign. Apple's no stranger, though, to confusing nomenclatures on their devices of leasing M2 while M1 yeah. still exists. I mean, we had an iPad, iPad Air, iPad Pro, where we wasn't sure if the iPad Air was below the iPad. The iPad was sometimes better than the iPad Air. The iPad Air was then outdated, and we still had the iPad Pro. iPad Mini. Yeah, and then the iPad Mini. Like, I don't, like, I just want an iPad. My parents were like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Let me call you 13 times in the store and help figure out which one to get. I'm really excited for the Air. I think that's a lot of people's, that's the go-to computer for a lot of folks. I think we oftentimes in our industry and me included have a hard time seeing past our noses with the professional stuff. I need power, I need Pro Max, I need thirty-two gigabytes and twenty eight terabytes of storage. But for a lot of folks, and I think probably us if we tried, like the iPad Air is a beast machine. And if Apple can get the price right and can get a really good looking redesign, for computer that hasn't really been redesigned in a while, I think they are going to yeah. sell incredibly well. I mean a nine ninety nine MacBook Air that's like well-equipped is a hard computer not to recommend to pretty much anybody looking for a computer. And Apple's yeah. still in a war with Intel in a world where you can get a lot lower-priced Windows machines that are still pretty powerful. It needs to be a compelling option, a compelling reason to spend that money. Uh, I think the MacBook Air is really going to be Apple's kind of Trojan horse to get people to, to either switch back to mm-hmm. or switch to Mac for the first time.
0: For the sleeper, the unexpected. Yes.
1: That one the one more thing.
0: One more thing. Not that it's going to be one more thing worthy. Here's
1: what's going to happen. Here's, I'm telling you exactly what's going to happen. Ready? It's going to be, be one more thing. They're going to accept Bitcoin. It's going to be one more thing. Tim Cook's going to drive out in the Apple car, <laughs> wearing the goggles. <laughs> <laughs> right? So drive out, wearing the goggles, step out of the car, announce that they've just purchased Tesla, and it's actually going to be rebranded as a Tesla product, and then go for a workout on the recently acquired Peloton. That Apple has yes. just acquired. It's probably going yes. to be the one more thing. <laughs> if that and
0: happens. Netflix, <laughs> and Netflix has been acquired. Yes. To, and will become just renamed Apple TV+. Plus. Exactly. Plus. If, <laughs>
2: if all of that happens, I will, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what to do. I, I mean, I could shave <laughs> my head, but that's not enough. I'd like to see it. I'll quit. I will never, I will never <laughs> make another video again. And also, I'll never call Apple boring ever because ever. that would be the greatest
1: event in the history. That would. And before I get people yelling at me, though, that's not going to – obviously, I'm kidding. I just – I, just, yeah, I, yes. I, I want to <laughs> just be very clear about all of, all of those things. I mean, I all think, of those things I do could very well happen see in the future.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to see a new service. I think we're going to see either the Apple Classical Music service or have audiobooks added in as a new service that – and both of these will be added to Apple One.
1: Oh, I'm into if that you're an Apple One customer. I pay for Audible every month. I'd be down to having that rolled Same. into Apple One. I
2: can't imagine the classical thing as a new service, right? That's just going to be added to Apple Music.
0: I think it will be added to Apple Music, but it's gonna yeah. be its own like separate app.
1: But what's going to spice up the keynote more than like, ladies and gentlemen, set your expectations <laughs> to high. We have <laughs> Chopin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, introducing <laughs> live Mozart. <Yeah>. Let's go!
1: <laughs> oh my God!
2: Did it, Andrew, just get a live package delivery. Andrew, 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 Andrew show us. What is it? What is it? What's the box package, it.
1: Andrew? Yeah. It's the iPhone SE. Oh! oh. There's, you got to read the poem. There's a special poem that they wrote unique oh, for okay, everybody.
0: for you? Love TCL. Wait, there, so you got one of these, John.
1: Yeah, but well, they wrote a special uh, poem for, like, you got your own. You'll see when you open up. I don't want to ruin what's in oh, it.
0: Oh, a custom poem. Okay. Well,
2: Wait, a custom poem? I got mine waiting for me at the FedEx store. I have to go pick it up. Dan, yeah. how's your custom art? Sh- sh- shut it. Shut it.
1: Oh, are these these, these inside jokes from the podcast? No, No, this is just inside jokes. You got the first one with the custom Uh, art, right? I'm on the outside of those.
0: Dan never got the custom art. You could be
2: more. You could be more on the inside. Yeah. (laughs) This is a good time. You know, what better time to include someone in their lives with TCL than Valentine's Day? So this is, (laughs) I get skipped on certain packages. It's it's okay. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, thank you for being a good sport and thank you for being one of the best guests in humans out there (laughs) (laughs) on earth literally i swear we'll change up our set john i promise (laughs) (laughs) just uh take a picture of your set and i'll make sure to not purchase everything and copy what we're (laughs) we should copy it one for one and see if anyone notices
1: i'll send you the uh the apple light that we use for the apple circle
2: honestly yeah i want one that would be sweet
1: (laughs) Thank you, Dan, though. It's always a pleasure to talk football, tech, and uh, in life with you. You're a good sport about the the playful ribbing.
0: Oh, no, it's fine. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. And that is it for this edition of Geared Up. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, you can catch John and I on YouTube. I'm at YouTube.com slash Live, And John is at YouTube.com slash john 4 Lakers. Feel free to head over and subscribe to our channels to stay up to date on all the latest tech. Speaking of subscribing, you can subscribe to Geared Up in your favorite podcast app if you haven't done so already. Just search Geared Up, that's two words, not one, in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Overcast, or really wherever you choose to listen. If you like what we do, please consider leaving us a rating and review. It really helps other people find the show. Geared Up is a Gear Live podcast and you can see more from us at gearlive.com. Thank you so much for listening. For John Rettinger, I'm Andrew Edwards, and we'll catch you in the next episode.